inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered what's changing what? Have you ever thought about it? An element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power and the most control. We are called to be that element. And think about our lives. Are you living your life in such a way that you're changing your environment? Or is your environment changing you? Who's the one driving the ship? Are you proactive? Are you reactive? Are you on offense? Or are you on defense? Are you closer to who you want to be today than you were yesterday? How about tomorrow? Are you going to be closer to that person tomorrow than you are today? And if any of the questions I just asked left you dumbfounded or like wondering, what the heck, Sherlock? Then maybe, just maybe, this radio show is for you. And so welcome to Like It Matters Radio. And today I'm going to reflect on my last week in Sturgis, South Dakota. You know, I have spent the first week in August in Surges, South Dakota for the last, uh, what is this, eight years now. And as philosopher Frederick Nietzsche famously said, he who has a why can bear all anyhow. You see, when you understand your why, then the hows are not so overwhelming. And once we figure out our who we are, then our why we do overpowers the how we do. And before I went to Sturgis, I was discussing seven steps to becoming you, the best version of yourself. And today I want to continue that process. However, I'm going to merge it with new data. Yeah, new data from the annual bike rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. So today's our power. I'm going to explain. I am Tamana. But before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And now, story time with Mr. Black. A young woman went to her mother and told her about life and how things were really hard and uh, she was frustrated. She was ready to walk away. She, she didn't know how she was going to make it and really was done. Stick a fork in it. Just wanted to give up. And, and she was tired of fighting. She was tired of the struggle. Do you understand this woman's pain? You see, it seemed as when one problem was solved, a new one arose. Can you walk in her shoes? So her mother, listening intently to her struggles, took her to the kitchen. And while the woman went on with complaining and laying out the cause for her torment, the mom continued to listen intently. And yet she filled up three pots with water. 
She turned each burner on and put each pot on a burner and set them all on high. Soon the pots came to boil. In the first pot, she placed carrots. In the second, she placed eggs. In the last pot, she placed ground coffee beans. As she intently listened, she went about what she was doing without bringing any attention and without saying a word. After about 20 minutes had passed, mom turned off the burners. As the daughter would continue to speak and lament, mom continued to do what she was doing the whole time, listening intently. While listening, she fished out the carrots and she placed them in a bowl. She pulled the eggs out and placed them in another bowl. She ladled the coffee out and placed it in a nice mug. After her daughter had paused from the lament, mother asked a simple question. Tell me, child, what do you see? The woman replied, carrots, eggs, and coffee, somewhat perturbed. Her mother brought her closer and asked her to go deeper, to go beyond the feelings and go deeper. So she brought her the carrots and she said, put your hands on the carrots. What do you notice? So the daughter put her hands on the carrots and she noted that they were soft. The mother then asked the daughter to take an egg and break it. After pulling off the shell, she observed the hard boiled egg. Finally, the mother asked the daughter to pick up the mug, take a nice olfactory inhale, and sip the coffee. The daughter smiled as she tasted the rich aroma. And as though, although the daughter was enjoying the coffee, she seemed perplexed. Mom, what, what does all this mean? With that, the mother explained that each of these objects had faced the same diversity. That diversity, boiling water. She noted, however, that each one reacted differently. You see, the carrot went into that hard water, boiling water. It went in there strong, hard, unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the pressure, to the torment, to the heat of the boiling water, it gave in, it softened, became malleable, it became weak. She turned to the eggs. You see, the egg had went in fragile. Its thin outer shell had protected its liquid interior. You had to hold it genteelly, it could not be dropped, but it went through pressure it went through torment, through a lament. And after sitting through the boiling water, after a while, it became hardened. The ground coffee beans were somewhat unique from the other two. You see, after they were applied the pressure of the heat of the boiling water, of the lament or the torment, you see, they changed the water. And with that, the mother asked the daughter, which are you? 
my daughter. When adversity knocks on the door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? And think of this. Which am I? Am I the carrot that seems strong, but with pain and adversity, do I wilt and become soft and lose my strength? Am I the egg who starts with a malleable heart but changes with the heat? Did I at one point have a fluid spirit, but after a death, after a loss, after a breakup, after a hardship, after some trauma, after why God or why God? Did I become hardened and stiff? Does my shell look the same, but on the inside I'm a bitter and I'm tough, stiff spirit, hardened heart? Or am I like the coffee bean? The bean actually changes the circumstances, the hot water, the very circumstance that brings the pain. When the water gets hot, it releases the fragrance, the flavor. If you are like the bean, when things are out the worst, you get better and change the situation around you. Today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to talk about that. I go to Sturgis every year. Why do I go to Sturgis? I go to Sturgis because I'm uncomfortable, because I would never cross paths with these people, because I want to change who I am. My prayer every year when I go to Sturgis is the same prayer I say before I start class in Leadership Awakening. God, please don't let me go home the same way I came. God, change me and let me keep the change. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what type of change are we having? Are you creating the change or are you being changed by the situation? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's instruction manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I am back. Oh, not just back from break. I am back from Sturgis, South Dakota. 
You know, for the last eight years, I've been going to Sturgis. I've been so blessed. Uh, made a friendship with Michael and Paula Bushilla there in the Twin Cities. Uh, I think they go to Harbor Church. I think it's called Harbor Church. And uh, Michael and Paula went through my training. And I'll never forget Michael when he went through my training uh, nine years ago. Was told me about this this ministry that he does. He goes to Sturgis and he he washes bikes. And Michael's a biker and Paula's a biker. And they got tattoos and they got stories and history and before they were walking with god they were walking in another place you know what i mean wink wink you know and so i told michael yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna check it out and i went that first year i think it was 2015 and uh when i was at the end of it i said michael i gotta tell you uh this is now my ministry and so i went every single year and one of the questions always asked of me is why because I don't ride a motorcycle, never have. I don't think I've ever been the uh, the occupant of a single dwelling motorcycle and it's moving. I've never driven a motorcycle, ridden a motorcycle, whatever you want to call it. I have no ink at all. Yep, I have uh, God-issued pasty white skin, the same one with some a whole bunch of blemishes on it. So why? Well, a lot of reasons. First of all, it's the reason because I want to be uncomfortable. You know, I'm used to being in control. I'm a, I'm a big fish in a small pond. I'm Mr. Black. I'm at the top of the food chain. The problem is that's not a good place to be. You see, leadership uh, is a loop. You got to flex your pecs. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. And today we're going to go into that because it's a pattern. And there's a reason why I go to Sturgis. There's a reason why I live a lot of my life uncomfortable. It's not so I can brag about it. It's so I can be an example. As Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Jesus said, listen, I'm your example. Whatever you see me doing, you do. And ladies and gentlemen, listeners, Bubba, John, Lisa, Karen, Betty, Boop. Listen, people are watching. I'll say it again. People are watching. Leadership's a loop. You gotta flex your pecs. We give people permission through our actions. A picture's worth a thousand words. In other words, we are an example. You're either an example of what people would love to be like, or you're an example of what people would never wanna be like, but you're an example. Which brings us to the C, culture. And I'm not talking about yogurt, people. I'm talking about repeated patterns. Acceptable behavior, preferred proclivities. You know, once there lived a, a happy couple who had been together for decades. But after spending years together, the, the husband was concerned that his wife was, was not hearing as well as she used to hear. He thought that she might need a hearing aid, but he, he wasn't sure how to approach her. He loved her. He didn't want to offend her or hurt her feelings. So he called his family doctor and he, he asked for just suggestions. How do I gently bring this up? I don't want to offend her. I don't want to bother her. I love her. She's the love of my life. So he was concerned. So he told the doctor of his concern. The doctor told him to, to test it with a simple idea. The, the doctor said, stand 40 feet away from her and speak as loud as you would speak to her in a normal conversation. Observe if she hears you. If not, reduce the distance to 30 feet then 20 feet, and so on, until you get a response. 
the distance will help us to uh, estimate her requirements for a hearing aid. So if you could do this without her knowing it, boy, we'll kind of a jump on the situation. We could make this as non-traumatic as possible. So I thought it was a great idea. So the next day, the husband saw his wife cooking dinner in the kitchen. So he took the opportunity to, to play out the doctor's idea and check for her hearing. So he figured he, he got 40 feet away from his wife, and he, and he spoke in a normal tone, as loud as he would normally do. He said, said, dear, what is there for dinner? He waited for a response. He didn't get any. So he figured, okay, it's too far away. So he moved a bit closer. So he moved in about 10 feet, so about 30 feet, like the doctor said. And again, he asked the same question. He said, dear, what is there for dinner? And he didn't get any response. He's questioning himself. Am I speaking loud enough? Am I talking normal? Because the doctor said to speak normal. But he got no response. He then went 10 feet closer, so 20 feet away. And again, he asked the same question. Dear, what is there for dinner? He still didn't get a response. And now, now the man's getting worried. By now, the husband was very concerned. He started feeling more pity, more, uh, more sadness, if you will, about how bad his wife's hearing really is. So then he walked right behind her and says, honey, what is there for dinner? The wife shouted, John, this is the fifth time I'm telling you chicken. Yeah, thank you, John, for listening. <laughs> See, most often the problem may not be with others, but could very much be within us. See, it doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is what happens in us. And a lot of us are so running around wanting to fix everybody else. Now, what about us? What if we're the problem? You know, Rabbi Google has made it to where everybody now is a god, everybody's a doctor, and everybody's a psychiatrist. Wasn't well, it amazing how everybody's working on everybody else? Which brings me to why am I in Sturgis? And why is today's show called I Am Tana? Well, because there was two people that I met in Sturgis. There was about 80 of us. And we go to with a group called freebikewash.org. It's uh, an incredible team. And so there's two people I met out of 80. Great people, Larry and and Denise uh, and Brian and Michael and Paula and Anna and so many good people. Aaron and uh, just so many. But Pastor Anna, this woman, and I met her last year. We prayed together at 4 o'clock in the morning. We do an hour prayer time at 4 o'clock, and I just love praying with her. And she's a woman that I look up to. I, I don't kind of don't fit in with the church. I'm too dirty. But, but here's a woman. She has an intimacy with God. She has a reverence with God. She speaks in tongues now and then. And, you know, when we're praying and we mention the name of Jesus, she, she says it in a way that a lover would call out her lover. And it's just such an intimacy, such a deepness, such a, oh, I just love it. And I, I go, I want what she has. Uh, uh, and then and then there's Tom. There's this great uh, guy. He was the worship leader. Tom, he's a pastor. He's there from the Twin Cities. And Tom was just such a joyful man. I mean, he was the perfect country pastor, uh, music pastor, where he'd, where he'd sing songs and he'd get his facial into it and get faster, pastor, faster. Oh, just enjoy that no matter what was going on, no matter what struggle I was having, when when Tom got up there and started singing, started playing his guitar, uh, it just put a smile on my heart. 
And so I saw this reverence and I saw this intimacy that Anna has with our Lord and our Savior, our King Jesus. And I saw and heard and felt the joy that Tom had. And I said, I want that. And so instead of Braveheart, you know, I am Braveheart, I am Tom Anna. I want that joy of Tom. I want that intimacy of Anna. And, and then I was talking to John about this show and about the quality of the people we hang out with. And John, are you there? My producer, John, can you, can you I, pipe in here, I am John? here, yes. So I was telling you about this, about the quality of people we hang out with and about going to Sturgis and hanging around with people I would normally hang out with. And you said one of the most profound things about the quality of people we hang out with. Would you share that again? I would. I'll just have to preface it by saying yeah. I didn't think of this. I heard somebody really smart say it. I wish I could remember who it was. But it <laughs> really great. stuck with me when I heard this. We become the average of the people we spend the most time with, the five people we spend the most time with. Wow. That is so powerful, so yes. profound. And uh, you think about it's it. awesome. Think about no, who you're, you're spending your right. time with. Man. Yep. Sobering. And we used, we always think that we, you know, our kids, we think we'll put around our kids and our kids will elevate other people. Will they? What usually happens, John, is the other kids de-elevate our kids. We get pulled down. You know, gravity is a powerful force. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah. So hanging out with people that have those qualities, those traits that we desire helps us to become more like that. That's a great, great, great word. So I appreciate you, John. Now get sure. back to work, buddy. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll do. So, you know, that's what's so cool about what we get to do on this radio show this is real this is live this is authentic and that's really what i want to talk about the next two segments is this whole thing about the quality of people we hang around with. see leadership is a loop it's permission it's example it's culture and i want to ask you to consider are you the top dog when you're the top dog, the, 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 if you're not the top dog, if you're in a, a group of dogs, if you're not the lead dog, I heard this one time, the view never changes, right? <laughs> so sometimes we wonder, are we always supposed to be the top dog? What are you working to be? You can't be perfect. We're under construction. We're working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And what if the problem's not out there? What if the problem's in here? Why do I go to Sturgis? I go to Sturgis because I'm used to being Mr. Black. I'm used to playing Little G God at home in my trainings. And God's had me the last uh, about six, seven weeks in the woodshed in a loving way. I I've been stuck. I've been in a pattern for about 11 years that hasn't been healthy. I didn't realize it. And God woke me up to that. And when I went to Sturgis, not only did I go to serve, but I, came, I, I was there to, to feed I was there to take a look at my life, and I can tell you what, I, I called Michael when I came back from Sturgis. I said, Michael, he did it. And Michael goes, who did what? I said, when I left Sturgis, my prayer was, God, do not let me leave Sturgis and come home the same way I'm leaving right now. And so I wanted you to know, Michael, he did it. He changed me. So after the break, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about leadership's a loop. What does flex your pecs mean? This is an important pattern. you got to get this. And why is it important? to be around people that you want to be like instead of being the one that everybody else wants to be like. Topics of discussion after the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body and we don't know how it works. We were born into it. But man, that's a machine. 
And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And yes, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing I gave away my phone number to so many people because uh, as my radio show grows, I'm starting to get texts while I do the show. I know I don't have to look at them, but I do. So why is the show title, I Am Tom Anna? And I told my wife, Val, to get a picture and get a picture of Braveheart. You know, because I am, right? In the eight I am statements of Jesus, right? Uh, the most powerful in the book of John. Your identity, our identity, everything stems from our identity. The only thing above our identity is spirit. Uh, and if you know anything about the logical levels, uh, Dr. Robert Diltz identified six levels, and we have belief systems at every level. And as Einstein said, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. The logical levels establish that. And our identity is important uh, because everything stems from who we are. Our belief systems stem from who we are. Our capabilities stem from who we are. Uh, our our values stem from who we are. Uh, our behavior stems from who we are. Uh, that's why we got to understand who we are and whose we are. And so today, I am Tamana is because one of the reasons why I go to Sturgis is to be around people who are better than me. I know some of you don't like hearing that. I get it. I get it. I get. It. I know it's uncomfortable. I get it. But the Bible says pretty clearly that we all fall short of the glory of God. Uh, and I have traits and gifts and talents, and you have traits and gifts and talents. And Paula and Elisa uh, have gifts and talents. Hi, Paula and Elisa. <laughs> right? They're different. Just like God says we're to pick up our cross daily. I don't have to pick up Paula's cross. Michael doesn't need to pick up my cross. Uh, God says to pick up your cross daily. And our crosses are different. Our blessings are different. Our trauma is different. Uh, our past is different. But for those of us who accept the pay price of Jesus Christ, our future is the same. And so I went to Sturgis to serve, to not be Mr. Black, to be Scott Black, to not be the leader, to be, to be, to be a follower, to not be the one that the, shine is, uh, the light is shined upon, but the one shining the light on others. I come to serve. I come to humble myself. I come to learn. I come to be what I'm not. 
And so the last two years, I've met this woman there. And they call her Pastor, An- Pastor Anna. I don't know what her name is, but I know her first name's Anna. <laughs> and uh, her reverence for God, um, her intimacy with Yahweh, uh, the way she says Jesus when we pray, it's like a lover, starstruck lover. Uh, I just, I, I, I want that intimacy that she has with him. I want that intimacy. And so I'm attracted to those things I don't have because we're all Swiss cheese. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, if you take two pieces of Swiss cheese and lay them right next to each other, they look like the holes are about the same and they're in the same places. But if you take one piece of cheese and you lay it over the next, you'll see the holes are a little different shaped in a different locale. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. We all have flaws. We all have dark hearts. The Bible's pretty clear. But the cool thing is we don't have to be after our own heart. We can be after God's heart. And so Anna showed me something that I want that I don't have, that I I, want to emulate that. And Tom, his joy, his singing, his love for the Lord, his uh, man, just doesn't matter what's happening around him. He's there. He's on fire for God. And then it's contagious. And one of the things I've always lacked is joy. Got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart. Faster, faster, right? Ah, <laughs> right? A top. So, so I figured when I left there, those are two great examples. And now let's, let's take it from the global to the personal. What about you? Are you around people that you're the top of the heap? Are you around people that everybody comes to you for help? Are you around people that everybody looks to you? See, that's my normal life. But where does Mr. Black go to get better? Where does Mr. Black go to get his, his saw sharpened? Where do people like Mr. Black, the top of the heat, where do they go to be meek? See, the meek shall inherit the earth. Where do people go to get the fruit of the Spirit, right? Isn't the fruit of the Spirit? There's nine of them, right? Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things there's no law, says in the book of Galatians, right? Chapter 5. But it's one. Those are all byproducts of one spirit. It's not like a litany, like a, a cafeteria where you come and pick one of the seven or one of the nine or one of the twelve, whatever there are. I think there's nine. And you know what? Life's tarnishes. If you start eating an apple, chew on an apple, eat it halfway and then put it down, go do something, come back 30 minutes later. You know what that apple looks like? Tarnished, darkened, blemished. You don't want to eat anymore. But if you take a lemon and you slice it in half and you take that lemon, you squeeze it over that tarnished looking apple, those bile flavonoids, that acid in that lemon will turn that manzana white again. Blanco. Why? Through the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Why do I go to Sturgis? Because when I come back from Sturgis, I'm bearing some fruit. My wife sees it. I feel it. I got more love in me, got more joy in me, got more peace in me, more forbearance, more kindness, more goodness, more faithfulness, more gentleness, more self-control. But when I go to Sturgis, remember I said I don't want to return the same way I come back, same way I'm leaving. 
Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife. How much strife is there in this world right now? Enmity, jealousy, fits of anger, ouch. Rivalries, dissensions, divisions, divisions. As Michael says, that's two visions, right? You can have a vision, but a division is duplicity. It's changing focus, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. That's why. That's why. Because, you know, if we don't take an honest look at ourselves, then we might wind up being a cookie thief. A woman was waiting at an airport one night, several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the, from the bag between which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one, too, when only one was left. She wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her bag, she gasped with surprise. Why, there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair. Then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. Sometimes we think we're giving and we're really taking. I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we felt absolutely certain our perceptions were right, only to find the truth in a very different light. Have you been the cookie thief more times than you'd like to admit? That's why I go to Sturgis. I go to Sturgis to challenge myself. I go to Sturgis to be uncomfortable. I go to Sturgis to be a plebe. Yep, I know you haven't heard that word for a long time, have you? When I was becoming a master trainer in the company I learned this training from the Japanese training of Enrique Yosegako. Uh, when I was a trainer in training, they used to say that I was lower than well done. 
Now, do you know how low well dung is? <laughs> you take the deepest part of the ocean and wells go poo, right? Does a bear poo in the woods? Well, if a bear poos in the woods, I got to believe a well poos in the ocean, right? And so I was lower than well poo. And you got to think, John, right? That's pretty low, man. That's low, right? But after, yeah, but after I became a master trainer and got my samurai swords, I was a god. Now, here's what I learned. I'm not a god. Never will be. There's only one. I'm not him. And I'm not well poo either. Why do I go to Sturgis? So I can be reminded who I am. So I can be reminded why I'm here. So I can become Semper Gumby. So I can un understand Yahweh Geppetto. So I can understand requisite variety. An element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power and the most control. Why do I go to Sturgis every year? So I can be that element. After the break, I'm going to explain to you about leadership's a loop and how you got to flex your peck. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. I could listen to any national big personality like Glenn Beck or Dave Ramsey, but the way Scott Black applies his academic approach to the average person is so much more relatable. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. On the Like It Matters radio show, Scott encompasses a 360-degree view of day-to-day -day life. So that obviously starts with spirituality and branches out into leadership, branches out into your workplace, social issues, family issues, local issues, national issues, political issues. If you're able to clearly see kind of where you're at, what your purpose is, everybody needs this. It is life-changing. You know Like It Matters Radio brings truth therapy. Here's what you can do to help share this truth. Please call the program manager of your local radio station and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. Like It Matters Radio is radio like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. And uh, I am hitting the road again. Man, I just got back from Sturgis. Uh, every year, uh, the Bushillas, Michael and Paul, are kind enough to allow me to come out with them and their team. I'm so honored to be a part of their team a uh, week of the year. Uh, so every year we go with freebikewash.org. Uh, next uh, August, you should join us and check it out. Uh, it's a ministry. We raise money. We support the great things. And we, we interact with people that a lot of people never would have interacted with. And so I'm so blessed to be a part of it. And if you want to support it, you want to come out with us, go to freebikewash.org. And the Bushillas are a great people of God. And I'm so honored to, to have crossed paths with them. And I just got back, and I'm heading out to Las Vegas. We have our first closed class in a long time. We actually got 13 people in there. It's uh, We normally limit it to 12 people, but a little overbooked. 
But we got 13 people in class. I'll be out in Vegas, and then I'll head out to Conway, Arkansas the following week, where there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, I'm getting ready to make some uh, great new changes. I'm getting some support. I'm going from a Lone Ranger to a team. I'll get you more details as that's uh, coming into fruition. But uh, starting to get the... Uh, uh, the support, the business support, and the social media technology support uh, behind what I've been doing for 31 years so that we can truly change the world. I believe, like Esther, uh, it's for such a time as this that I've been prepared. So, uh, like it matters, getting ready to go uh, nationwide, international. The radio show is going nationwide. Please support our radio show. Please, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, download, search, share, live in life like it matters or like it matters radio, two different podcasts. Please support us. And, you know, we need your money too. You know, sessions free, but ministry costs. So, uh, those that pay do and those that don't, we take care of. So, uh, uh, help us out. Change this world one person at a time. Amen. Today, we're. Amen. Uh, today we've been talking about why Sturgis. I've really been talking about the concept of leadership. You know, I want to close out this show by saying, you know, we are all leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, brothers and sisters, Bob and Karen, Michael and Paula, Lisa and Joe. Man, listen, people are watching. We've got to live our lives understanding that people are watching. And you should be watching when you're around people. That's why I go to Sturgis. I get, I, go, I get to hang out with people that are far better than me. People who love God more than I do. People who have more reverence. I want more. I want to be better. I want So I go around people who are better than me. So I can step up. So I can look up. So I can be pulled up. We got to make sure that we understand the power of environment. Epigenetics. Look up epigenetics. Dr. Caroline Leaf and uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, so many people. That we are basically a community of, I don't know, I don't know if it's 100 trillion, 300 trillion cells, all driven by environment. Epigenetics says that basically 87% of diseases are all psychosomatic, that we basically can turn switches on and off on our DNA and RNA based on our environment. And then one of the greatest environments is in our heads. It's between the stimulus and the response. Right? Dr. Viktor Frankl said between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and it is our freedom. And Jesus Christ told us to hold our thoughts captive. To hold our tongues, that we will be held to account for every word we utter. Why? Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is our power, is our control. But here's the problem. God made our mind to where our mind is six times faster we can talk. And so the only way we know what to say is we hear in our head first. This is why God tells us to hold our thoughts captive. Because when you're in the now moment, when you're living fully presently in the now moment, you hear the words in your head in between the stimulus and the response before they come out. And then you hold on to those that don't serve you well. You get rid of them. And those that are good, you let go. You let them come through you. So you have a lot more control. This is why we've got to be in the now moment. This is why we've got to understand who we are and why we're here. This is why we've got to understand the power of leadership. Leadership is a loop. It's permission, it's example, it's culture. 
You got to realize that people are always watching. Billy Graham said more people do more to, uh, I said Christians, sorry. Christians do more to scare people away from God than any of the wiles of the devil. See, people watch. And they're using us as an example. And they're saying, listen, if that's what being a man is, or if that's what being a Christian is, or if that's what being ABC is, then I don't want that. See, you're either moving people closer to what you believe in and what you value, or you move them farther away. When my kids were little, I was a single dad. I used to tell a story all the time with faith and Christian. And when we went out and about and kids were acting up, I would use them as an example. And I would point at those kids and say, if you ever act like that, I'll... And they knew that. I was giving them an example of what not to be. And then I see other people. I see men loving on their wives no matter what they do. I see people that have been married for six years and the man is honoring his bride and the love. And I go, man, that's what I want. You see, neuroassociative conditioning is the base driver. It is the base motivator of life. And it really comes down to two things. You're either moving towards something or you're moving away from something. You're either moving towards pleasure or moving away from pain. You're either moving towards something you want or moving away from something you don't want. And my goal in life is to bring more people to the God I love than I scare away. That's why I go to Sturgis. To soften my rough edges. To be around people who are better than I am. To spend two hours, an hour at a time, without interruption, in prayer to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, to humble myself, to put myself under authority, to see what I'm missing out on my qualities and my values through other people. You know, on Sturgis, it's so cool how they have the setup. Michael and Paula have the setup. They've been doing it 27 years. And so you, you come in with a bike, there's a gatekeeper that they, they have to talk to the person, then they bring him in the wash bay, and once the bike goes on the dry bay, and then the bike goes on the picture where they get a picture, and Mike does the closing. Uh, but in between all that, while the bike's going through this process, there's uh, pulled pork sandwiches, there's bratwurst, there's soft serve ice cream, there's lemonade, there's leather repair, there's patch show, uh, sewing, there's shoes shining, there's hand massaging, there's counseling, there's listening ears. Oh my gosh. And it's all free. It demonstrates God's love for us, Romans 5 8. And God demonstrates love to us while we were yet sinners. God died on the cross for us. And so what we do is we demonstrate God's love. And so they can't help. They can't tip. There are no donations allowed. They can't pick up a rag and wipe something. It's all free. We want to love on them. And all across the way, we pray on them. So this is how powerful how Sturgis can change people. This is why I go to Sturgis. Uh, next year will be my ninth year. So we had this one group come in. Brad, his guy, uh, one of our guys there, he was the gatekeeper. So he's the bikes coming off street. They stop at the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper explains everything, prays them in, uh, and then sets them on their way to the journey that they're about to take. Well, this couple came in. They were one percenter, best the hell's angel and the sons of anarchy. Uh, really rough group, and they were not interested. They didn't want Brad to pray for them. They were kind of sarcastic. They were kind of bitter. I mean, cold. Uh, gave Brad the cold shoulder and said, whatever, I just want my bike washed. So, so Brad, whatever, let him in and all that. And didn't think anything of it. 
by the end of that 45-minute journey of their bike going from the wash bay to the dry bay to the picture bay, and they went and got sausage and pulled pork sandwiches and ice cream and a hand massage, you know what else they got? They got a living, loving, long-term relationship with Jesus Christ. Those two people actually accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now, Brad didn't know this. So that night, as we went back to the church, uh, and we were talking about what we called uh, stories from the blacktop, Michael told this story about this couple who he prayed in. And when Brad heard that was the couple, he, would, he couldn't believe it at all. For, to, in 45 minutes, to go what might have been 30 yards from one point on a parking lot to another point, to come in there hating God, mocking the things of God, part of a 1% Hell's Angels, Sons of Anarchy, and 30 yards later, 45 minutes later, going from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. I experience that every year at freebikewash.org. So why do I go to Sturgis? It's selfish. I go so God can change me. I go so I can be around people that are far better than me, because leadership's a loop. It's permission, it's example, and it's culture. What are you giving people permission to do with how you're living your life? What type of example are you? And what are the patterns you put in place so that people can live their life like it matters? Go to likeitmatters.net and I can help if you just allow me. I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.